Today is Monday, September 3rd, 2018, and this is Radio Wave. Broadcasting across the world from the Radio Wave studio at Caritas, Alabama. This is Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. September 2nd, another second of the month. Another message given to us for eternity. But not just an eternity. It's given to us from now to the end of the world. These messages are not temporary. They're not put in a framework of just only now but for a life that we're going to be living in the future to the end of the world. Everybody, including me and including the visionaries and all in Medjugorje, all people a part of it, do not comprehend the greatness of the moment no more than the 12 apostles when they walk with Jesus. We're living in something that we don't have the correct perception of how big this moment is. It was impossible for the Twelve to do that, and it's impossible for us to do it. Yet they understand things in their life that we'll never understand now, and we'll understand things now in the time of Mary that people in the future won't understand. And they'll build off our foundation. So we are to change our world, change our life, according to these messages. They're not optional. They're not something that you can opt out of, without the risk of perdition. You say, oh, well, you know, if we don't do these messages, we don't find we're going to go to hell. Our Lady wouldn't be coming if man was on a straight path, at least a crooked path that is going in the right direction. We don't have that. It's only sensible to reason out that Our Lady is here giving these messages for something much greater than just for the immediacy of the moment we live in. We will continue having a great need for these messages to the end of the world, accompanying the Bible as a preface to the Bible. So what is our lady trying to show us? What is it our lady trying to tell us? She's saying, you must come back to my son. You no longer have him. And of course, she's here because she's a mother. What does a mother do? Teach you many, many things. Yesterday's message carries with it all the essentials of what mother means. Our Lady's September 2nd, 2018 message given to Mariana on the Day of Nonbelievers. Dear children, my words are simple, but are filled with motherly love and care. My children, all the more, the shadows of darkness and deception are being cast over you, and I am calling you to the light and truth. I am calling you to my son. Only he can transform despair and suffering into peace and clarity. Only he can give hope. In the deepest pain. My son is the life of the world. The more that you come to know him, the more that you come close to him, all the more you will love him. Because my son is love. Love changes everything. It makes most beautiful also that which 
without love, seems insignificant to you. That is why, anew, I am saying to you that you must love a lot if you desire to grow spiritually. I know, apostles of my love, that it is not always easy, but my children, also, the painful paths are paths which lead to spiritual growth, to faith, and to my son. My children, pray. Think of my son. In all the moments of the day, raise your soul to him, and I will gather your prayers as flowers from the most beautiful garden and give them as a gift to my son. Be true apostles of my love. Spread the love of my son to everyone. Be gardens of the most beautiful flowers. With your prayers, help your shepherds that they may be spiritual fathers filled with love for all people. Thank you. I pity all those out there who do not know Our Lady, who do not accept her as a mother, yet they say they're Christians. And that is mostly to Protestants because they don't accept her for who she is and they're missing one of the greatest moments in the history of Christendom. They will recognize her later, but they'll also lament of what we always say, a message I quote, August 25th, 1997, in which soon will come a time you'll lament for these messages. They would have let past something of what is similar to when Jesus walked the earth and she walked the earth. A beautiful moment in history. So in what context do we have our own mothers on earth is that we have Our Lady. Why do we need that? Why do we need a Heavenly Mother? Well, we have a Heavenly Father. He wants us, and she stressed the Father repeatedly, the Heavenly Father, looks at you as His children. It's only logic that Heaven would raise up a being with motherly traits to give to us that we would have that which we have on earth. What does a mother on earth do? She teaches many things. We always hear the softness of a beast of a man about his mother. But we've lost that sheen, that shining example of motherhood in our culture. And it necessitates for God to do something now with mother in heaven. But what we used to have, and what we could sing about, and songs used to be about, is the mother at the kitchen table. Just a four by six slab of Georgia pine Coffee stains cover up the chipping eggshell white Dad bought it new in 1982 And it ain't left that dining room Since he rolled off that Sears assembly line It was a starting end of every day off heads down whose turn is it to pray gather around crying and laughing more than just the biscuits we were passing where i learned the words kids shouldn't say and that's a big excuse before you walked away and all the life lessons you can't find on no label they're right there around mama's kitchen table Never last than eight. It's held a lifetime's worth of my homework and homemade birthday cakes. It was the start and end of every day. Hats off, heads down, whose turn is it to pray? Gather around, crying and laughing. More than just the biscuits we were passing, where I learned the words kids shouldn't say. 
four by six slab of Georgia pine. I want to read a part of what a friend of Medjugorje wrote yesterday when he received Our Lady's words from Mariana. And it's not just a revelation that he was inspired with just through Our Lady's words yesterday, but he's spoken about this to the community on several occasions. He's spoken about it on other Radio Wave programs. And I want to give him the opportunity to expand this inspiration. But first, I want to read exactly what he wrote yesterday. He wrote, Our Lady is here and will be on the earth in a new way with a new power expressly to be literally our mother. Yes, we've had Our Lady since John was given her from the cross by Jesus. However, this is not what Our Lady is expressing. She is expressing, quote, I am with you and can do more than your earthly mother can do for you, unquote. What is being stated is new and is now in the making. How can that be? Because God can do anything he wants. Satan has his run-of-the-mill prodigies fishing for and reeling in souls for a century. But God has now upped the ante. The stakes are increased to meet Satan's power on earth and cancel his gains. Our Lady is to overshadow his shadow with her power. And because man will not give up these prodigies of the devil easily, God will increase the newly acquired power of the motherly spirit to the Virgin Mother. It will continue to increase every day Our Lady appears on the earth in Medjugorje. This new efficacy of the motherly spirit will not end. Rather, it will be with us until the end of the world. What is its purpose? It is to prepare the world for the second coming of her son, Jesus Christ. Our Lady preceded him the first time, and Our Lady is preceding him the second time. I was the one that typed this, so I was the first to see these words, and I was struck by them because as a friend of Medjugorje writes these thoughts and expresses these inspirations, They take greater hold in his own heart, and they have a greater impact upon all of us the more we hear them, and they are absorbed in our own hearts and spirits. So I want, a friend of Medjugorje, I want you to relate to us what is it that is leading you to understand these words. Almost 35 years of cognition. I went to the passage where I was listening to people in Medjugorje saying, And from the pulpit, not just the villagers, the mundaneness of the messages. And after a point, they didn't get it. And nobody really realized it. And even the visionaries didn't look at them the way they look at them now. I prayed, and I believed them. And I said, there must be something more to this for a lady to be saying it. I didn't have nobody to follow. There was no roadmap. I only to do what a lady said, pray to comprehend the profoundness of the messages. Part of what I wrote yesterday, it says it will continue to increase every day. Talking about this newly acquired power. It will continue to increase every day. Our Lady appears on the earth in Medjugorje. This new efficacy of the motherly spirit will not end. How do I know that? Because I know about Our Lady, and I know, and many of you also do, that Our Lady says I'm beautiful because I love. Maria has told me in her living room that Our Lady is more beautiful every day. I says, yes, okay, that's just the freshness of seeing her new that you think she's more beautiful than yesterday. No, she's more beautiful, she says. And Maria, that can't be. You've been doing this for 23 years at that time, or 25 years. How can Our Lady become more beautiful every day? She says, I don't know, but she's more beautiful. So Maria doesn't understand it. I understand it now. 
I'm not putting myself over the visionary, but I have to struggle through the messages. I have to pray to comprehend that. It's because she has efficacy every day increased. She takes millions of rosaries back in front of God the Father, and he gives her more power and with more queenship, more royalty, she becomes more beautiful. That's why every day the visionaries see her with more beauty. A lady said yesterday in the message, in all the moments of the day, raise your soul to him and I will gather your prayers as flowers from the most beautiful garden and give them as a gift to my son. She's not asking permission to get those prayers. She is intercepting all prayers to him and presenting to him. Why? Because she wants to have more motherhood, more power, more strength on the earth to act than your earthly mother is acting on. So I understand this very clearly. People say, oh, how can she do more than my mother can? I'm telling you, I'm putting in words and writing over and over that she has more power to do things for you than your own earthly mother. Why? Because it's necessary. You see the scandal in the church now? And don't think it's all over. There's things that I'm aware of that what you're hearing on this date, that we're just at the tip of the iceberg of what's happening in the church. It's far more than you understand, and there's more things coming. You'll see that. Why do I say that? Because Our Lady is a mother. Who is she the mother of? She's the mother of the church. And the church needs a mother right now. More than ever in the history of the church, we need mother, and we need her with a great power because Satan himself has great power as never before to wreck the hearts and the souls of men and bring them to perdition. So what does that mean? It means that Our Lady was in the upper room, and the flames of the Holy Spirit anointed them. And who was there at the highest in all the pictures you see? The Virgin Mother Mary. Mother of Jesus. And you accept Jesus, but not her? I'm telling you who are Protestant, and you who are Catholic who don't accept Mary's role, you are missing the second greatest moment in Christendom right before your eyes. Because she said, my sign is the wind. What does the Bible say? It says, the Holy Spirit came in the wind. What is Our Lady? She's a spirit. Is her spirit holy? So the saints were that. They were holy. They were holy spirits. So Our Lady is a holy spirit. And it's a distinguished holy spirit that will come and descend upon the earth. We're going to have a new Pentecost. She is leading it. And it's her holy spirit as she said, May 2nd, 2017, I am imploring him, my son, to help you with the divine spirit as I also desire to help you with my motherly spirit. It is distinguishable. It is different. But I write yesterday in this writing that is part of the divine spirit, but it is apart from the divine spirit. Why is it distinguished? Why is it separate? Because the church needs a mother for what has just passed in the last couple of weeks and what's coming in the next weeks and months. You're going to be looking to her because she's the only one we can turn to right now because the church is very, very sick and is being placed in the motherly love and care. And that's what the message was yesterday. My words are simple but are filled with motherly love and care. This is what the church must have now. And that's why she says, all the more the shadows of darkness and deception are being cast over you. And it's still going to be coming. Be ready for it. But don't let it turn you away from the church because all this is good. It's going to lead to a brighter tomorrow and the clouds will pass by. Guess it's going to be difficult. But we have a Pentecost coming with her. The outpouring of spirit, the motherly spirit, to all her apostles who are being risen up to renew the church. So going back to what I referred to earlier, the mundaneness of the messages is a mistaken description of them. People didn't know how to accept them. It's really, in reality, the vagueness of the messages. Our Lady's messages are very vague. 
Why is that? Because she can't reveal everything in the messages blatantly. They have to be given to you as you spiritually grow, your spiritual maturity. You can't read the messages as you did today, what you did 10 years ago or five years ago when you come to Medjugorje or learn in Medjugorje because you wouldn't be able to accept it. This is biblical. St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, referring to immaturity of the Corinthians. He says, brothers, the trouble was I could not talk to you as spiritual men. Our lady can't come to you, introduce you to Medjugorje, and speak to you spiritually. You can't take it. Why? Because you're the flesh. So Paul says the same thing. I'm coming to you. The trouble was I could not talk to you as spiritual men, but only as men of the flesh, as infants. Our lady's coming to us, giving us messages as if we're infants. And most people, especially intellectuals, are insulted by that. Why does St. Paul say that? As men of flesh, as infants, I fed you with milk. What does infants drink? Milk. St. Paul says that. What does the lady say? She gives us very simple words, like she said yesterday, messages that are very vague seemingly doesn't say anything, but they say everything. And it takes love to understand that. Our lady said something very profound yesterday. Love changes everything. The messages change with love. The more you grow spiritually, the more stronger you grow, the more you can see in the messages. Vagueness starts disappearing. And that what your maturity is, is to the level of that, is to the level that you can see the mysteries of the messages and how it speaks to you. So they said, love changes everything. And then she says this, it makes most beautiful also that which, without love, seems insignificant to you. People went through these phases. We broke open the messages worldwide. Nobody was looking at them because I loved them and I looked at them and studied, prayed and fasted on them. They opened up to me. The vagueness went away and started addressing to me everything to do in my life, how to form the community, how to live, how to change the way of life. So much so, my bishop at the time says, I want you to write down your rule. He wanted to see it. Because we had a reputation of living a certain way. It attracted attention to persecution. I would have never wrote it down. And so the insignificance of the messages with love started speaking to me with clarity. And that's what our lady said. Only he can transform despair and suffering into peace and clarity. Why? Because the shadows of darkness, she says, and deception are being cast over you. The messages are bringing the light of truth. Who is that? The sun. So love changes everything. It makes most beautiful also that which without love seems insignificant to you. This is very, very profound. Because everything is significant. But because you don't love, you don't see any beauty in the messages. The messages to me, the messages to the community, the messages to a lot of people who have followed us are discovering how beautiful the messages are, which seems insignificant and vague to everyone else because they have to start off with that way because St. Paul did the same thing about the Bible. Brothers, the trouble was that I could not talk to you as spiritual men, but only as men of flesh, as infants in Christ. I might want to add as infants in Our Lady. And he says, I fed you with milk. I did not give you solid food because you were not ready for it. I'll tell you, if Our Lady showed me the first day going in the apparition room, what she was going to ask of me to walk away from my business two years later, I would have choked. I couldn't swallow it. She couldn't show me this in the messages. She couldn't tell me this in the beauty of the messages. I had to have vagueness in the messages for all this was hidden so that when her mother's spirit got ready to speak to me and see it, I could swallow it. But I can tell you, when she did present to me, I know you started Caritas. Now I want you to walk from your business. And I was choking for two hours in Medjugorje in a field, weeping, I could barely take it. 
because I was still of the flesh. I didn't understand everything. It took a lady two years to get me to that point of being the infant to see in the messages and see what she was asking of me to be able to do it. I barely could do it. So St. Paul is saying the same thing. I fed you with milk. I did not give you solid food because you were not ready for it. You are not ready for it even now. So even now, the message is, you don't want to hear everything. You don't want to accept everything. But I can tell you, I can say things and proclamations and new things about the efficacy, the power. What's it for? Because I see the beauty of the messages. And Our Lady has unfolded this for me, made me see things. Our Lady has erased more and more vagueness out of the messages, out of the messages that has been misinterpreted as mundaneness, but yet is necessary because you will choke. And so now she's given us solid food. Now we see the scandal. Now we see we need a mother of the church. And now maybe she can say for some people, motherly spirit that is distinguished from the Holy Spirit. So we are going to have a second Pentecost. And Mary's here for it. This is her time. This is her moment. Why? Because people's hearts are reaching out. Many without the threat of hope. As she said yesterday, with despair and suffering and she wants us to turn this into peace and clarity we can do this even with the deepest pain with her son Jesus Christ like a scream inside the one you just can't hide the sounds so deafening you can't hear yourself think as real as real can get keeping my heart in check I'm feeling anything but my own apathy again, again is creeping up on me, making it harder to breathe. No, I'm under pressure, can't stand the weather for the world. Our Lady said anew, 
I am saying to you that you must love a lot if you desire to grow spiritually. What does that mean? It means what St. Paul said. I could not talk to you as spiritual men, but only as men of flesh, as infants. You have to grow with Medjugorje. You have to grow spiritually. And that's what she said. I am saying to you that you must love a lot if you desire to grow spiritually. And the more you grow, the more you mature, the more these messages will be profound for you. And the more you recognize, I can't believe the moment of history that I'm a part of. I'm telling you, I feel pushed in these months. I feel so in my heart to go after everything. There's nothing I won't do for a lady. There's nothing I won't give up. There's nothing I won't abandon for her plan. Because nothing else is significant. You see the detail and the significance of what most don't see and the beauty of it. We have a mother in a new way that has never happened since Our Lady was created. Our Lady has come here for 37 years. She has been given motherly promises. But you couldn't see them until now. Depending on where you are spiritually, to see that she's coming down like the Holy Spirit because she is a Holy Spirit that is chosen by God to be with us. She says, August 23rd, 1981, the very beginning, she says, My children, I give you strength. I will always give it to you when you need me. Call me. Where in history have we heard that? Through the apparitions through the past centuries. On November 16th, 1981, she says, I will be with you at every step. Another motherly promise. In the spring of 1982, our lady says, If necessary, I will appear in each home. See? It's too vague back then. But now we begin to understand she literally means that because she was bargaining to get a new efficacy from God the Father so she could have a new presence, a life presence, an active presence on the earth. And if necessary, I will appear on each home. You think from 1982 she hasn't been bargaining for that? If she said that, that means that was her goal. She's thinking this. Look at her mindset at that point. Was she going to be able to get it? We don't know. Let's jump to March 4th, 1982. I am at your side and guard you. You think she's joking? If she said it, she means it. I am at your side and guard you. Why? Because the devil and his prodigies are so powerful that God had to send her and increase that power to defeat Satan where he is now. She continues on that same date. If you have any problems, whatever it be, call me. I will come immediately. We've never known this in history. We have never had this expressed by Our Lady throughout the centuries. This is an amazing thing. So in light of what you're speaking about, Our Lady, her efficacy, this motherly spirit that is a part of the divine spirit, but also separate, here in the message, at the top of the message, she speaks about the shadows of darkness and deception moving in on us, being casted over us. At the end of the message, she speaks about the garden. She calls us most beautiful garden, but just the, the imagery of garden brings to mind the Garden of Eden. So you have the image of the shadow of deception, darkness, Satan at the beginning of the message, the garden at the end of the message. And you're saying we're entering into a new time of Our Lady. Do you see this message being a reflection of really a fulfillment of Genesis 3.15. She is here to cancel the sin of Eve. There is no question about that. That's how momentous this is, and it's far more than what I've said many times that we can get our head around. You can only do it through prayer and go step by step because it's too much for us to swallow. If the first Adam came... The second Eve will come. 
And that's what Mary's doing. And now that Satan has made a spiritual desert upon the earth, she's come to show us how to enter into the Garden of Eden with her son. She said, my words are simple, but are filled with motherly love and care. She tells us something very profound because the next sentence says, all the more the shadows of darkness and deception are being cast over you. And this is foreshadowing what she's showing us, a recreation of the face of the earth. We pray that prayer for the Holy Spirit to come down. Except the Holy Spirit that's coming down is not the triune God. It's placed in the mother and her motherly spirit. These are amazing revelations. We're getting revelations left and right lately. Things I've been writing. Go back to all the writings that you've heard and the broadcast, and you'll begin to see the vagueness disappear, and you'll see more and more clarity and you won't be overcast by these shadows. This is exciting. It's exciting what's happening in the church with the scandal because that means it's coming to light and it's going to be purged out and we're going to see a Pentecost. That's where we're headed. Our Lady walked with Jesus. He read the Psalms at her feet. They walked Calvary together. She was not apart from him, but she was part of him in everything, every agony, every difficulty. As he slept, she watched him. Every breath, every cry, every laugh, every tear. Who else could be wiping away the shadow where there's no darkness except by her? What were her dreams at night? All these things, all the way to the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed with her. There's no light you can find in anybody's face as the light in Our Lady's face underneath her mantle. Jesus kissed her hand, God. And you wonder why we're having 37 years of apparitions? She is the one. She is being coronated in a new way with a new efficacy that I'm telling you that none of us can grasp at this moment. And that's why she's made these statements through the years of her motherly statements. Well, Jesus was only some as he walked up Calvary Hill His mother Mary walking beside him In the path where his blood spilled Jesus was an only son In the hills of Nazareth he lay reading the song Yeah, his mother's feet. I'm on the priest, sleep tight, my child, sleep well. For I'll be at your side. No shadow, darkness, no torment. We'll pierce your dreams at night. See you. 
again of the garden, Our Lady called us to be gardens, and you were a really successful landscape architect. You had a lot of high-dollar clients. You know what it takes to make something beautiful, landscaping. So break this open for us in this message. If Our Lady's calling us to be a garden, that's not just fluff word. When you walk into a garden, really beautiful garden, what are the things that you see with your particular gift in that, what it takes to make a beautiful garden? A lot of insignificant flowers that as a whole turns into a garden. The beauty of it, you glance over here, you glance over there, you see something different and what seems insignificant and you narrow down one flower and the beauty of it you understand the beauty of God. And I love my occupation, and we do that here. We do it in a simple way, but we have beautiful grounds, but we work with nature, and that sets up. Nobody can argue how our grounds are beautiful, but it's natural. It's not highly landscaped. But we work with the topography, or how God laid out the elevations here. We work with nature. That's the same thing you want to parallel the spiritual life with. Because if you're looking for the beauty of what God's already created and you capitalize on that and enhance it, you see things in the light of how God had made things. There was two things in the message here called all the more. All the more the shadows of darkness and deception are being cast over you. And then she says, the more that you come close to him, all the more you will love him because my son is love. So these two all the mores, we're still continuing to be more and more shadows of darkness. And she's calling for this garden, something to become beautiful, to bring the light. And it is refreshing to see physically the gardens and how it's laid out. But I look at the messages this way, that there's something very, very beautiful with them. Each one of them are flowers to bloom out that we are to pray and fast and put them into practice and, and wipe away the vagueness that as we spiritually mature, our lady can show something in the message that we didn't see before, even though it's the same message. That's why she said, I'm going to give you messages as never before. And that's why to the bishops worldwide, Medjugorje is the answer. Forget everything else. Go to the message. You have everything waiting for you for every solution necessary to heal the church. So Our Lady continues on these motherly promises. She says, on December 6, 1983, if you pray, I will keep you and will be with you. That's another promise. March 18, 1996, my eyes and my heart will be here even when I no longer appear. These are not fluffy statements. She's telling us things, solid, hard rock things. March 18th, 2008, I will be with you and my hands will hold you. And I can tell you, she means what she says. You can have this now. We can have it now. It depends on where your spiritual growth is. These are the things that's coming. May 2nd, 2009, I will be with you. You just call me. Here we are, Mother, lead us. October 2nd, 2015. I am watching over you 
am with you whenever you think of me. What an incredible statement. All we have to do is think of her, and she's going to watch over us. This reminds me of what the visionaries have told us, that whenever you pray for a loved one, they can see you praying at the moment on the earth. That means at a family reunion, and you pray to the loved ones, they can be present with you, seeing that incredible thing. So I'm watching over you, and I am with you whenever you think of me. September 2nd, 2011. I am with you. I will remain with you. This is a promise. It's not a suggestion. June 2nd, 2016. As the mother of the church. We know that. But she's saying this now in the state and the condition we are. March 18th, 2018. I am with you and I am manifesting myself to you. This is new. This is something we've never had before. Our Lady said on May 1984, throughout the centuries, I have given myself to you. She has done this. And through the centuries and all the apparitions throughout the beginning of the church to now, Our Lady had to work out a way to make it back someday that she could guide us to the darkest of our days ever in the history of the world, accepting knowing the flood. So when she says, throughout the centuries, I've given myself completely to you, she now has this time that she's worked on through these previous apparitions that I am with you. This is where my new place will be. I will have a motherly spirit and it will be real. And it's somebody you can embrace. It's somebody you can hold. I got my secrets. I, as the mother, am with you and walking with you. And I'm telling you this, you'll need love to light the shadows on your face. So lay, lay the wondering who will be there to take my place when I'm gone. You need love to light the shadows on your face. If a great wave shall fall, it'll fall. And between sand and stone Could you make it on your own?
We can hear our lady saying, after every apparition in the past centuries, quote, so lately been wondering who will be there to take my place when I'm gone. You'll need love to light the shadows on your face. And every time she went back to the father, maybe I'll work out a way to come back someday to watch you, to guide you to the darkest of your days. This is the time of Mary, the fulfillment, the last apparitions on earth. And you're worried about the wrong things, things that are truly insignificant. We have the gift of Our Lady from the Father. We need nothing else. Turn your heart to her and follow her. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Good night. This ends the Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.